There are two thespians talking about theater right now. And you're listening to them. And that them is us. I'm Brenton, an inspiring actor. And I'm Mark, and that's actually what I want to do too. So why don't you continue to do what you're doing. And listen to some thespian thoughts. With Brenton. And Mark. Hello everyone, and welcome to the season one finale of Thespian Thoughts with Brenton and Mark. Weehoo! It is so good to be here with Mark on the phone, not in person. Well, but kind of on just, the phone, more over the internet, but... Yes, that's true. But we're here talking about our top ten favorite musicals, which we'll get to. That's the grand event. And first, we're going to talk about our top five shows we've been in, just mm-hmm. to add some fun to this already fun season finale. So we got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. So I think we should just dive right in All right. and just go for it. So let's start with our top five shows we've been in. Now, I'm sure all the thespians out listening right now are thinking, hmm, what are my favorite shows I've been in? If you've been in more than five, then maybe you have a list, maybe you don't. We really don't. We're just kind of thinking in the moment here. Mm-hmm. Now, my list per se may not be my list tomorrow. Yes. But this is the list I'm thinking of right now mm-hmm. in this moment. And we're just thinking of our top five favorite shows. So um, I guess we'll start with me. And I believe I've uh, I got a big list here of shows I've been in. So it was really hard for me to think of, uh, go back and all the experiences and the moments and the memories, uh-huh. things that stuck out. That's what I really counted. Not so like much the performance, how it went yeah. or what control I had. It was just more so the experience of the mm-hmm. whole production. Mm-hmm. That's what I counted this on. So um, in no particular order, uh, my list is The Odd Couple. Uh-huh. I performed uh, my junior year of high school, uh, Tale of Two Cities, okay. uh, which I performed senior year of high school, uh, Packer Fans from Outer Space, which uh, Mark and I directed and starred in, uh-huh. uh, our senior year of high school, uh, Willy Wonka Jr., which I starred in my senior year of high school, right. and Les Mis, which I starred in my senior year in high school. Alrighty then. So that, that's my list. And it was very difficult to dwindle it down to these things but i think there's a lot of memories in each of these shows mm-hmm. and a lot of things that stick out to me and all my other shows i have lots of fond memories yes but it's just these shows um just these moments kind of stuck out from the rest so that's why i picked these shows as my top five shows i've been in in case anyone was wondering Alrighty. okay so for me uh also in no particular order top five shows that I have been in would be Fiddler on the Roof, which I did with WCT or Wausau Community Theater my freshman year, right in between my freshman year and sophomore year. Uh, The Odd Couple, which I also did my junior year of high school. Packer Fans from Outer Space, which Brenton and I directed this summer before our senior year. Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, which I performed in my senior year of high school, and Hunchback of Notre Dame, which I just recently performed in during my freshman year of college. 
And the reason I chose all of these is because all of these also have, throughout the whole process, had very fond memories of them. I loved the process of all five of these different shows. And also the performances were always wonderful. I met a lot of great people through all of these productions. And they were a lot of fun. I agree. That's what, well, I don't necessarily agree with your list because, you know, that's your list. But I agree <laughs> with your factors on choosing the list. Yes. yes. All of those things definitely went into, per se. Yes, and, and uh, also two of, them, two of them we were, well, yes, two of them we were in together. And then the mm -hmm. other three, yeah. yeah, the other three you didn't do with me. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that is correct. Okay, folks. So those are our top five shows. That we have been so, in. Had the most fun yes, experience that, during. Yeah. All right. Okay, so I think it's time to go in to our top ten musicals of all time. All right, this is the so juicy part. Gonna work. This is. So here's how it's going to work. We got ten shows for each of us, so that's 20 shows. Then we each got two honorable mentions each. So Mark will begin with his two honorable mentions, and then we'll go back and forth with her list. He'll do his honorable mentions, I'll do mine, and then we'll just keep going in that list. And then we'll take a break after show number six so that we can get ready for the number five countdown. All right. Okay, Mark, so whenever you're ready, what are your honorable mentions? Okay, so my two honorable mentions for this for this wonderful list are The Hunchback of Notre Dame and In the Heights. I chose these And why? I chose these for my honorable mentions because I very much deeply love both of these shows. I feel like they're full of wonderful characters and they both have wonderfully beautiful scores. I personally think that for In the Heights, In the Heights is Lin-Manuel Miranda at his best. I mm -hmm. I personally, it's sort of an unpopular opinion, I personally prefer his score to In the Heights more than his score to Hamilton, which is much more popular. I still think Hamilton is a wonderful score. I just personally like In the Heights much better for that wonderful score. And also Hunchback of Notre Dame, probably, in my opinion, one of Alan Menken's best scores that he's ever written and also has wonderful lyrics by Stephen Schwartz. And it's a wonderful show that has sadly never made it to Broadway. And I think that it is wonderful. So those are my two honorable mentions. How about you? That is, those are good picks. But I got two different picks, which is expected. Yes. So here are my two honorable mentions. In no particular order, The Book of Mormon and La Cajo Hall right. are my honorable mentions. And why is that? So while, while I could have put so many different shows in these spots, I chose the shows because of how revolutionary mm -hmm. they were. Uh, the Book of Mormon is one of the most comedic musicals to ever exist on Broadway. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> a lot of dynamic characters and has a very farcical plot mm -hmm. and then it's a hysterical show but it still has lots of heart which makes it so great yes. and then you have Lakaja Fall it is a beautiful show with lots of comedic moments and home worthy songs 
And I think it is one of the greatest romantic comedy musicals and it has a lot of power behind it. So those are my two honorable mention shows. All righty. So now for my number 10, top, top 10 favorite shows. My number 10 is Falsettos. And I chose this show. This show originally combined two one-act musicals called Marsha the Falsettos and Falsetto Land, both with Mm -hmm. scores by William Finn and with book and original direction by James Lapine. And I feel like this is a, a beautiful story. The ending is very sad, but the story is very beautiful. It's also very mm-hmm. humorous. And it is the it is just a wonderful tale of family problems for your anything but ordinary family. Just the most ordinary problems and dealing with them, dealing with the fact of trying to be able to grow up and try to become more mature and not trying to want everything because the plot mainly revolves around this character Marvin and in the first act of the show he still wants to be a tight-knit family with his ex-wife Trina and his son Jason but he also wants to have his love and his relationship with his new boyfriend, Wizard, And he just expects way too much out of both both of them throughout the entire first act. But then in the second act, he starts to mature and he becomes much... And he becomes much more mature and his lyrics start to change too. Instead of saying, I want it all, as he did in the first act, he starts saying, all I want is you, when referring to Wizard, Which really shows wonderful mm-hmm. character development and i feel like it's just a lovely story it's beautiful it's very fun and yeah that's why falsettos is my number 10 okay that's a great show all right my number 10 musical is the producer do tell why uh well as we had an episode of the producers you can check that out right now on our podcast well, after you're and done listening so I to produ- this podcast, though. After you're done listening, yes, after you're done. Uh, so not only the producers has a great script, mm-hmm. but I think it has an excellent score. Uh, this Mel Brooks uh, was originally a movie, now a movie musical. It's full of laughter. It's got show-stopping yes. numbers and a dynamic duo, uh, which sets itself apart from many Broadway mm-hmm. shows. And I think uh, Mel Brooks was able to establish uh, his great comedic efforts and really put on a great Broadway show. Yes. And he, it's, it's the show that has won the most Tony awards, which I still find. Um, I don't find it surprising, but I find mm-hmm. it interesting that that's still record. So uh, I think it's very, uh, it's a very great yes. show. And I think it, um, hold the record for what it is able to accomplish when it started. So what is your number nine, All right. Mark? My number nine favorite show is Avenue Q. And I chose this show as my number nine. We have also had an episode upon this wonderful show because 
It is so wonderfully funny. It's very charming. It has a wonderfully sweet score. It has a beautiful story about just trying to make life be as best as possible for yourself. And it's always been a show to me that has always been very charming. And I've really loved this show for a long time. Me personally, it's one of my favorite comedy musicals because I just think it's so wonderful and so spectacular. And that would be why Avenue Q is my number nine favorite musical. All right, now to my number nine show. I chose Matilda Ooh, the Musical. And do tell why. Now, I was able to see the show on Broadway. Lucky and I boy. Was blown away. Lucky boy. Yeah, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know what I love most about Matilda is how magical it is and how this musical comes to life, which is guided by the lovable characters, yes. an excellent score, and just the extraordinary storytelling factor which creates the magic of Matilda. And it's it's different from the movie, mm -hmm. and it just more replicates the book stronger, and it's just it's it's very hard to describe but just seeing it on broadway it was just so magical to see all that all of the factors come to life it. of what roll dolls set out and it was really spectacular so if you haven't seen it uh maybe sometime in the future there'll be a community theater production or children's theater because it recently uh got its rights available so um if you're able to do it do check out the musical because it is absolutely fabulous yes. All right, so my number eight favorite musical is Come From Away. And I chose this musical because it is a beautiful tale of just how wonderful the human spirit can be because it's a wonderful tale of kindness and people being willing to open up their hearts to many different people because Come From Away tells the tale of all of the many planes that had to be divert that had to be diverted to the Gander Airport in Newfoundland after the terrorist attacks of 9-11 and how all of the mm -hmm. residents of Gander very much welcomed in all of these people from around the world into their homes, made, tried to make them as comfortable as possible. It's just a beautiful tale of the human spirit and how, how kind and generous, especially the people of Gander can be and how it really helps to affirm your hope within the human spirit. Hear it? And... It's a wonderfully happy, beautiful show, and I just love it. I was able to see the touring production of this in Milwaukee, and I just loved that performance. I was able to see it with my entire immediate family, and it was such a wonderful experience. And that is why Come From Away is my number eight favorite musical. All right, that is a good mm. choice. Uh, now to my number eight. I chose My Family ah, yes. as my number eight spot. So to me, the best part of My Fair Lady yes. is the score. I think it's just absolutely mm -hmm. remarkable. And it has 
and has a remarkable sense of liveliness, which allows itself to transcend the genre of musical theater, in my opinion, and by many others, calling it the perfect yes. musical uh, by some critics. Um, you know, it has so many strong characters, such as mm -hmm. Eliza Doolittle, and possibly one of my favorite songs in the show is I've Grown Accustomed to Her mm -hmm. Face, uh, sent by Professor Henry Higgins. I think it's a great song, a beautiful moment. And I think overall, it's just a wonderful show with a, a great story. And it's um, also a movie, uh, but it's, I think it's a great show. And it's, uh, it was touring uh, this past year. I'm not sure if it's going to be touring this next year. I but, believe um, the tour has been canceled yeah. because I was going to, actually just this past weekend, I was going to be able to see the touring production in Milwaukee. But because of the events, they had to cancel the tour, which is sad. Yeah, that is sad. But yeah, it's a it's a wonderful show. Um, if you haven't listened to uh, listen to the album, mm -hmm. it's great. I highly recommend it. And just look into it if you can. All right, Mark, what's All right. your number seven? My number seven favorite musical is Dear Evan Hansen. Now, I chose this musical as my number seven because... I have been able to have the great privilege to be able to see this production in Chicago because when Brenton and I were in high school, Brenton was able to create, put together a wonderful event for our theater group at Wausau East to go see the show in Chicago. And it was a wonderful experience was a very beautiful show. It's a wonderful original story that they came up with. And I think the album is wonderful, but it doesn't nearly hold a candle to being able to see it performed live and just see these numbers come alive on stage. It's just so wonderful to see. It is It is sad, but it is also very, at the end, it is also a very hopeful show. It is very much hope. It is able to speak to very contemporary issues that many young people suffer with. And I feel like it is just a wonderful show. And that is why Dear Evan Hansen is my number seven favorite musical. All right. Now, uh, just a note to point out. We've been writing these lists for a long time, weeks uh, before we had to leave uh, and head home. And we've never yes. seen each other's list, which I think great minds think alike, Mark, because my number seven really? is also Dear Evan Hansen. I was wondering if we'd have any yes, matchups of numbers. All right. We have one so far. We'll see in the future. So uh, as Mark said, uh, March of 2019, I planned a trip uh, to see the musical at the James Nederlander Theater. Um, uh, formerly known as the Oriental theater. theater in Chicago, which is one of the most elegant and beautiful theaters oh, I have yeah. ever stepped in. I think it is too fancy for me to enter again. It is it's so pretty. It yes. is gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but after seeing the show, uh, I thought that this wouldn't, wasn't going to be in my top 10 originally, just mm -hmm. listening to the music. Uh, but after seeing the yes. show, my opinion changed. I why be how touching the show is it's got a heart-wrenching story and just mm -hmm. dynamic music which makes it work so well and the show just pulls you in one moment you're laughing and yeah. the next <laughs> moment you are crying uh, 
that's how it is. It's so moving and emotionally driven that it just yes. had to be in my top 10 list. So that's mm -hmm. why I just had to put it on. I, I was so moved by watching it. So yeah, that's, uh, that's why it's my number seven. So let's get down to the final uh, number six. All right. And then we'll take my a break. My number six favorite musical is Company. I chose this musical because it has a beautiful, wonderful score by one of my favorite composers of all time, Stephen Sondheim. And it has a glorious story it, with a non-linear plot which is always very interesting to see. And also, I love how with this story, how adaptable to current times it can be because of how just recently with the Marianne Elliott production that opened up in the West End and had great accolades there and was also going to come here to Broadway, but sadly was not able to open up yet because of the Broadway shutdown how even they were able to, Marianne Elliott was able to take the main character of Bobby and change it to a woman and totally be able to very easily update the story to be very applicable to contemporary times and to tell just a wonderful story of life and marriages and relationships and it is such a lovely show, and it brings joy to my heart every time I, I am able to see it, and it is wonderful. So that is why Company is my number six favorite musical. All right. Now time for my number six. I chose uh -huh. Kinky Boots for my number six slot. So uh, when I first heard about Kinky Boots, I was... I said boots, <laughs> not boots. It's kinky boots. Uh, so I was uh, somewhat mm -hmm. skeptical, you know, of what I'm going into listening. Uh, I just thinking it being yeah. another spectacle show with a lack of a plot. Just that's what came to mind when I very like heard of in that. But after listening to Kinky Boots for the first time, I was mm -hmm. just taken on a journey. It is a wild show with an exceptional soundtrack and lots of energetic characters who works so well together. And Harvey Firestein has written yes. another fabulous book uh, that has a great story, genuine collaboration mm -hmm. with Sidney Lautner, who has a great score. It is absolutely jamming yes. and fantastic, uh, which is why that place Kinky Boots in my number six. All right. So there you got it, folks. That's our first half of our top 10 musicals of all time. So we're going to take a quick commercial break right now. Coming up, our top five to one shows. And also we'll be talking about season two and a new show. We'll be right back after this. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Thespian Thoughts. Do you have a show you think we should talk about next? Or have any ideas on other theater topics we should cover? Send us an email at thespianthoughtshow at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Now, back to the show. 
And we're back. Welcome to our top 10 favorite musicals of all time. And now we're going down the list from number now five we're all the way into down the really to juicy one. stuff. Yes. So this is where it all comes down yes. to our top five. So let's go to Mark to kick us off. All right. So number my number five favorite, favorite musical. musical is Next to Normal. I chose Next to Normal because it is a wonderful Pulitzer plot Pulitzer Prize winning show. It has such a glorious score, a wonderfully raw and emotional and hard rocking score has a beautiful story and really helps to bring light to struggles that one person's struggle with mental illness can greatly affect the entire entire family dynamic that they inhabit and I feel like it's just such a wonderful score. It's so emotionally powerful. It's very emotionally raw. And I just I just love the story. The story is very touching and heartbreaking. And it's it's a wonderful show. And that is why Next to Normal is my number five favorite show. All right. My number five oh, is ha. Avenue Q. We have another. We have another pairing. So, uh, reason well, being, not number wise, but show. Yes, we do. Well, not exact pairing, but yes. So, uh, mm-hmm. first of all, the show is hilarious, and um, I think it's so original, and it's got such a clever concept. It's that's why it's got to be in my number five. Uh, mm-hmm. The characters are amusing. It's got a lighthearted score. It's funny, but it can be also very lighthearted in some moments. Yes. Uh, it's also got a great message, too. Um, if you haven't listened mm-hmm. to Avenue Q, I highly recommend it. Yes. Um, it's also very relatable to many people. Um, it talks about just uh, when life gets you down, it just keeps kicking you. But uh-huh. still life outside your apartment. That's one of the songs in there. Uh, it's just filled with catchy songs. It's got ex- excellent character dynamics. Uh, so I had to put it in my top five, and uh, that's where I put it, at number five. I thought it's a good good show to be placed there on my All list. Right. So that's why I chose Avenue Q. All right. So my number four What's your number favorite four? show is Fiddler on the Roof. I chose this show because I feel... I feel like I'm repeating myself when I'm talking about each of these shows, but it is so wonderful. It's a beautiful show. It has a beautiful, touching, touching, heartbreaking, yet also at times lighthearted story. It has a glorious soaring score to it. And it's a wonderful story headed by one of the greatest leading men of Tevia, the Dairy Man, and him telling his, his tale of the struggles that he has in his town and his struggles with his five daughters 
and his ability to also be a very progressive father, allowing himself to break from traditions, allowing Seidel and Muddle to be married to each other because they love each other, also allowing the marriage of Huddle and Perchik, being him being able to sort of break away from your traditions within the Jewish faith of needing a matchmaker to be able to put together matches, having to have a dowry. And it's a wonderful score. It's a wonderful story. And that is why Fiddler on the Roof is my number four favorite musical. Okay. Another great show. Uh, my number four is Little why. Shop of Horrors. So Little Shop of Horrors is, uh, it, it sets yes. itself as one of the first sci-fi musicals uh, to hit Broadway mm-hmm. and actually be a hit. Um, you know, this mm-hmm. musical provides, it's got a lot of catchy songs. Uh, it's got an intriguing story, very creative, very original. And it's got yes. uh, charming character dynamics, I think. That's a great point of the show. And, you know, I've been able to see the show two mm-hmm. times and, and it never disappoints. Um, even if I see it again in the future, which I'm sure I will at some point, it'll be just as great as seeing it the first time because mm-hmm. uh, it's such a timeless show, I think. It's got a lot of great messages and it's just got a lot of great characters, fun score. And, you know, it's a smaller show, but it's still got the quality of a grand production. And that's what I love so much about Little Shop of Horrors. All right. My number right. three What's your favorite number three, musical Mark? is My Fair Lady, which is also a musical that has been on your list earlier. I absolutely yeah. adore yeah. this show. It is wonderful. It has such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful score to it has wonderful characters great magnificent characters to it a very airy poignant very wonderful very touching story to it and just so many wonderful characters there's so much good within this show and just for me every time i hear it this show always just makes me smile as i said before I was going to be able to get the chance to see it, but sadly I was not able to. But this show will always live on within cast recordings, and I cherish those cast recordings because I just adore this show. I think it's lovely, and I just love everything about it. And that is why My Fair Lady is my number three favorite musical. I'm sure and I'm sure I will. you're bound to see the show at some point. There's there's no way I can't. I'm sure you will. See this is what I feel. I don't know if yeah. they're going to the Lincoln Center revival is going to be able to see if it can try and do a second wave of the tour because of this. I have no idea if they're going to do that. I'm sure a lot of touring productions of Broadway shows are really just trying to figure out what's the best course of action and what they still have money for. 
but for My Fair Lady, I'm sure eventually, even if it's not the Lincoln Center production of it, I'm sure eventually I will be able to see it. Yes. Yeah, some way, shape, or form, you're going to be able to see it at some point. Yeah, it's a great show. Okay, uh, number three. All right, and why is, is that? Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's a difficult show. You know, it has a very vigorous score, and it's got a lot of variety of complicated situations mm-hmm. for the characters who just can't seem to catch a break. You know, and this show is n- it's not just a journey yes. for the characters, but it's also a journey for the audience. And you know, once you hear "Once mm-hmm. Upon a Time," you're just thrown right away into the action. And it's just terrific, and it's just powerful right away. The music is very catchy. Of course, yes. Stephen Sondheim wrote a very whimsical score and very touching. And the best part about this show is it just uncovers the truth on fairy tales. You know, nothing in mm-hmm. life is perfect. There's no such thing as happily ever after. You just got to go on the journey life gives you, no matter what that journey has in store. And you just got to take it and follow your path. Yes. And it's just a beautiful show. It's so touching. And uh, I right. love it so much. So that's why it's my number three. Yeah, we're getting down to the wire. Final two shows. So, Mark, what is your number two? Favorite musical of all time is, again, a wonderful show by the great Stephen Sondheim, and that is Sunday in the Park with George. I chose this show as my number two because it has a fabulous, lush wonderfully magnetic score that is so beautifully crafted together and it has spectacular characters there's the original production starred the great mandy patinkin as george and it's just such a wonderful show it is the show that really was able to really help affirm Stephen Sondheim really getting back into writing scores to just wonderful musicals because this show came right after the his show Meryl Louie Roll Along, which was the last collaboration at that time that he did with the late great producer and director Hal Prince. And he was just feeling very down, but very down, very sad about just how Merrily Roll Along had just failed epically. And then he got together with producer and book, not not producer, but director and book writer James Lapine to create this glorious show of Sunday in the Park mm-hmm. with George. And it's just so wonderful, has such... A wonderful story to it, a beautiful, beautiful score, and that is why Sunday in the Park with George is my number two favorite musical. Okay, my number two favorite ah, musical. Ah, and why is that? Is falsettos. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's yes. a small show, but it's got a powerful voice. It's got a dynamic score. It's got lots of character development. And Falsettos is such an inspirational show about love and family in an ever-changing society. And, you know, 
we see um, these characters change and the time change, mm -hmm. and each character has a special appeal to them. I find it just entrances the audience in love, loss, yes. and laughter. The three L's of falsettos, mm -hmm. I like to call them love, loss, and laughter. And, um, you know, when I first listened to falsettos, I was just, uh, just like I, I was entranced with it. It was just a beautiful score and it was so funny and it's just so dynamic and just so crisp on what uh, they were able to make with it. As you mentioned this earlier mm -hmm. uh, about you, it was also on your list. Um, so it's just a great show and I hope to see it one day in person. That would be great. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, it's not done a lot, uh, but mm -hmm. it's it's such it's a good show. Uh, some of the great characters, and it's got a great story. All so right. that's why that's falsettos is in my number two spot. All right, now my down number to one number one favorite musical of all time is again a show by my favorite. Composer lyricist Stephen Sondheim. He was the only multiple offender. Well, offender be the only word I can think of for right now to be write scores on my show. Every, all the other shows that were not by him were all by different people. I just, I don't know. I just find that fun. But the show, but the show is Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Now, to anyone who really does know me, I'm sure this doesn't come as a shocker. No, you are not. <laughs> I am shocked. I love this no, show. I am not. I love this show. To... Also, by the way, this episode yes. is on it, our it podcast. Was the first so check it out episode of our podcast. Very special place in our hearts. Yeah. Yes, it was. And number one I, on the podcast, number one for you, so there you go. A wonder, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful score can be very lush and intricate, but it can also be very coarse and gritty. It is this score that Stephen Sondheim was able to create. It is also a very versatile, I feel like it is also pretty versatile of a show. Because many revivals have also done di different things with it and been able to incorporate different motifs into it. Just like I said in our episode upon Sweeney Todd with how the original production was able to integrate a very Brechtian style to it. And how the 2006 John Doyle production was able to create this story as inmates of Fogg's Asylum putting on a play, which, and it's just, it's such a wonderful score. It, it's such a strong, poignant story that is very layered within its themes. Like, you have very powerful themes that are close, are closer to the top, being able to easily pick up, but there's also more intricate stuff and more intricate themes underneath that are weaved into this story that are so wonderful. It has some of my favorite characters within this show. Has the role of the title character, 
with as Sweeney Todd, which is a role that I personally feel like I have to do before I die. Because I love this show so much. I love that part so much. It sits in my voice so nicely. And I love that show to death. I, it's how ironic indeed. And that how is why Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, is my favorite show of all time. What about you? Okay. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot of words to live up to with my number one. All right, well, one thing in common with your number one, mine is also Stephen uh-huh. Sondheim show, and it's my favorite Stephen Sondheim yep. show. And it is I'm not surprised at all because I know how much you love that show. So, yes, uh, the sh- score has just mm-hmm. a gentle flow to it that just opens the door on life marriage you know friendship and relationships and you know what makes it so what makes this show so special is just the variety of characters that are used throughout the show and just how different they are from each other and just how they set up their lives separately Mm -hmm. and then you just have bobby being just intermingled with each of them and it's it's such great character dynamics and just great character arcs and it's got so many special songs that just drive for that strong, decisive narrative on what the show is willing to accomplish. And it just, it's a special show and it just holds a warm place in my heart whenever I hear yes. the music or I'm able to see the show. And it's just remarkable. And I do mm-hmm. hope to be in the show uh, someday in my life. That's one of my goals to be in that show because it is just so perfect, in my opinion. It's just beautiful. And I would yeah. love to have the honor to be in that show one day season two of thespian thoughts with brent and mark is officially happening next season expect more musicals and also plays if you have any suggestions on certain shows you think we should talk about email us at thespianthoughtsshow at gmail.com and before we get to season two we have a new show coming the Thespian Thought Show will be coming to YouTube this May. We'll be talking about all types of things related to theater, and I hope we can also get some special guests in as well. Make sure to subscribe and click the notification bell to view our show when it gets released this May. And the channel is called Thespian Thoughts. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Thespian Thoughts. Make sure to follow our station for more Thespian Thought content. And we'll catch you next time with more Thespian Thoughts with Brenton and Mark.